I'm Sandra Hayes Buckley and you are listening to the Mind Your Mind podcast, a podcast that delves into what minding your mind means to different people, what self-care looks like in their lives and why minding their minds is so important to them. I hope you enjoy. On this week's episode, I am joined by Ashton Vaughan, better known in the online space as Coach Ashley V and for her coaching program, Irie. Ashling has over six years experience working in the fitness, health and wellness industry. During our chat, we discussed the pitfalls of hustle culture, work-life balance and why striving for those all-important flecks of green are so important to her. Ashling, you are so welcome to the Mind Your Mind podcast. Thanks so much, Sandra. Thanks for having me on. You're very welcome. Uh, now, for any of our listeners who are not familiar with yourself, could you give us an introduction into who you are and what you're all about? Yes. So my name is Ashling Vaughan. I'm from West Cork. I am the founder of IRE, which is a coaching program and a coaching business, essentially. I have been in the coaching space for six years now, I think, since 2018. Um, and that's looked different throughout the years. So I used to own an in-person gym business in Sydney, um, coaching, and then that moved online and we created IRE which is the Irish word to rise. So we built a program for um, women to help them with their health, their well-being, their mindset, um, and help them get their fullest potential and opportunity out of themselves, I suppose. Um, and I did that for about three years and that was absolutely amazing. Had a massive community. Um, you know, I had other practitioners from psychotherapists to CBT to success coaches helping me deliver that program um and we had women all around the world um in that community which is fantastic and most recently what I'm doing now is I do personal and business coaching for women so a lot of the clients that I would work with now on a one-to-one basis are business owners and helping them with the personal side like helping them uh I suppose supporting them in their their well-being their health also managing their time and their routines um a lot of the women I work with are moms so trying to juggle kids and households and running a business and everything um and also the kind of the the emotional or spiritual um side of things and development uh, side of things so and then the business of course so I can help them with kind of being objective and looking at what they're doing in their business and how they're delivering it and maybe helping it be more efficient with systems or delivery for clients helping them with uh team and um I suppose really helping them shine like you know to deliver their message and show people what they can provide um, and educate them on that because I think sometimes as women we can be very slow to kind of I suppose express what we're good at or you know how brilliant we are or whatever so helping them with their messaging and their marketing around that too um so it's a it's a nice balance previously I did something completely different um my background was I did a degree in music and Irish in UCC um, I have a big interest in Irish language and Irish culture, Celtic spirituality, um, heritage, ancestors, all that crack. Um, so I think that's where that came from. And uh, I did a professional master's of education then as well for two years um, in NUAG after that. So that was extremely helpful for me because that's what I do now. I suppose I, I teach and I educate and everything. So um, I think it's a nice marriage between um yeah that background and, and what I do now and it was it's uh it's very helpful in helping me do the work that I do now so that's like a, a very quick lowdown of the last uh <laughs> 20 10 years 20 or 10 years so that's what I've been up to yeah 
Very good. And you mentioned there that you help other business owners like look after the, you know, I suppose the business side of things, but also their well-being, the emotional, the spiritual, all that sort of stuff. I suppose why is it important to you to help others with that, but also why is it important for yourself to look after that side of things? Mm-hmm. I suppose we've always put a massive, a massive emphasis on mental well-being, kind of happiness. Um, in the program like you know with the workshops that we've done um, with having our um, in-house psychotherapist who is deliver like psychoeducation workshops and having Emily Murphy who you've had on the, the pod before yeah. um, Emily was a, a member of IRE as well when she was going through her own journey of becoming um, a CBT uh, practitioner and um, we had Emily deliver kind of workshops on that as well so it's always been a, a really kind of core fundamental of, of what I do um, you know we're kind of full party when we're physical mental emotional and spiritual so you can have to address all of those areas I suppose if you're feeling you know happy and well-rounded and feeling good and um just getting the best potential out of yourself so that mental part I suppose as well as the physical the emotional and spiritual um has always been a feature of that and I suppose above all else running a business can be extremely challenging (laughs) like you know it's not for everyone and there's a reason for that um so I suppose the women that I work with, they're very hardworking, they're ambitious, um, they're visionaries, they have purpose, they really want to be able to make the thing work. But obviously you have challenges with juggling um, personal time, family, maybe being a mom, other commitments to family, um, your household, looking after your own health and well-being. And it's a, it's a big demand, you know, so I really do feel like if you have some kind of a practice or tools or structure to be able to help yourself with like it's it's um such an advantage like it's an unfair advantage sometimes if people have these things over um maybe um you know people who don't so um I suppose that's that's the kind of reason why um I'm, I'm doing this sort of work is because I see I suppose what a, a business can do for you you know your opportunity and the freedom and the work-life balance when you can get it right but it can be very challenging um but helping other women achieve that because I don't feel like you should have to sacrifice either your career or um, being a mom or being in the home or whatever. Um, that's something I'm really passionate about, empowering women to kind of do both um, because I feel like you you shouldn't have to choose if you want to or you should have the choice of whatever you'd like to do. Um, so I suppose from my own standpoint, there's been like different events in my own life that have kind of encouraged me to I suppose, start start my whole journey or maybe have my own tools or my own personal development. Um, I suppose if you look at the first big challenge or the big thing, I suppose, where I realized like, oh, shit, I actually have to kind of address my um, mental health or my uh, practices around my mental well-being mm-hmm. was probably back when I used to do an awful lot of um, gymming and was in the kind of whole bodybuilding world, was like very much in the FitFam crew. <laughs> um, and... I was always very active growing up. Um, I did, you know, horse riding and basketball and camogie and Irish dancing to a very high level. So I was always fit and I was always on, on the move, always active. Um, always had a very good relationship with food, had great confidence and all the rest. Um, and I suppose when I came into leaving cert slash college, I, I wasn't doing those things because I was studying and, you know, my priorities were elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I you know, gained a bit of weight and I wasn't feeling my absolute best to what I used to be because I wasn't um, moving or training or being as active. And I started in the gym and it was kind of really just to, to feel a bit better, feel a bit more comfortable on holidays or whenever we were going that year. 
um and I got really into the whole thing but I suppose it kind of opened up a can of worms where I got very obsessive maybe or very controlling around um, my exercise and my relationship with food and my and my diet and things mm-hmm. and that kind of grew arms and legs into like me doing um fitness photo shoots and doing that bodybuilding competition and it ruined my I suppose my relationship with my body um my relationship with food my relationship with exercise and it was a very very challenging period and I got to the point where I was like look I'm gonna have to do something about this like I actually was talking to myself one day I thought I was going batshit crazy I was like my mind and my thoughts are all over the place you know I'm consciously worried about um you know my food my exercise and my standards and these crazy standards that I had for myself trying to do it all um, and I got to the point where like it was really affecting me and I, I wasn't happy you know um, and I knew I had to make a change and that was probably the, that whole journey of kind of healing from that and bring myself back from that was probably the first time where I realized like how you have to manage your and uh, I suppose take ownership of your mental health and your mind and your thoughts and there have been other periods as well, like, you know, with changing career, shall we say, from education and teaching into um, health and well-being and what I'm doing now and all the challenges that that brings with it. That was another thing that really grew me and um, I suppose developed me personally um, and all the other shit that people go through in life, like breakups and, mm-hmm. um, you know, personal challenges and all these things. So I think they've all been kind of like lessons or like gifts, really, um, gifts in disguise that... Mm-hmm um seem like terrible things or really unfair challenges at the time but they're actually the biggest gifts of helping you grow and learn and develop and actually learn these tools as as life skills you know Mm -hmm. yeah and what you're saying there about you know helping people in business um to have that balance and I know that you're you're a big advocate for that having that balance being able to do the things that you enjoy and the little bit of what you fancy having that you know all of those things um I suppose that's really going against the you know this glorification that has come about especially on social media of hustle culture of Mm. we all need to be hustling all the time and like if you don't get to see your kids before bed oh well you know that you should be kind of 24 7 in your business and if you're not you're going to fail and I think that has kind of that mindset has really kind of tricked a lot of people into thinking they're not doing enough in their business because oh well I'm not checking my emails at two o'clock in the morning or you know I'm not replying to these messages straight away or I'm not constantly in the business or working on the business and I think that flip because you know full disclaimer for people listening I've been in the IRE program (laughs) as well and um like I think it is like you know yourself within yourself you need to have balance I think everybody knows that they need to have a work-life balance but when you see this this you know real glorification um online it can kind of get into your mindset and going, oh my God, I'm not doing enough. I'm not, you know, I'm not good enough. The business is going to fail because I'm I'm not working on it all the time and I'm, I'm going places with the kids and I'm going to their games and this, that and the other thing. But actually what, you know, I think it's really important that you're getting that message out there because everyone needs work-life balance because if you're constantly doing, you have no time to be and to to be the, the other parts of your life you know be the mother be the the caregiver be the the wife the girlfriend the the whatever it is that you are um outside of your business yeah a hundred percent couldn't agree more and I think where people are kind of going wrong sometimes are where they're being 
guilted or feeling anxious that they're not doing enough and they're comparing themselves against you know other people who have that hustle streak or whatever like sure I was the hustle queen back in the day you know what I mean like so <laughs> that's why I'm so and I saw the damage it can do you know so that's why I am so I suppose yeah passionate about like helping the women that I work with get that balance between between like you know doing other things and work but you know, a business can be so many different things. It looks so different to everyone. And I'm I'm a firm believer that a business should serve you and your lifestyle and what you want your life to look like. So mm-hmm. you could have someone who is working full time on their business. It's their main thing. Um, work is one of their highest values. You know, if they have done their values out or whatever, and that's good for them, right? And it really fulfills them and gives them exactly what they need. For someone else, a business might be working three days a week so they can go and collect their kids from school and it gives them purpose. It gives them a bit of fulfillment. They work at what they love passion wise, maybe, and it's not their full-time gig and mm-hmm. they want to be a mom and they want to be there to, um, you know, be present or mind their household or whatever it is. So I think it's really important for people to sit down and number one, kind of do out their values, you know, wh- where do your values lie between work and family and your priority and be really strong in yourself and be really self-assured as to like that's what you want not Mm -hmm. what everybody else wants or what society thinks you should be doing or what the typical business owner you know looks like with this kind of hustle culture and working 247 you know um so I think that's that's really important and also kind of putting your blinkers on and staying in your own lane you know like with how much you want to work and reverse engineering off the back of that you know and Mm -hmm. A big, big chunk of what I educate my clients on and help them with is like the boundaries piece, you know, um, between themselves working in their business and <laughs> um, managing the guilt, managing the um, feeling of overwhelmed with what they could do. Sure, we could be doing things till the cows come home. Like there's never an end to growing a business or to, you know, doing things. Um, but having, I suppose, the discipline or the kind of permission to step back from that and to be able to do, you know, other things in life, um, whether it be mind your health, um, spend time with your family um, do things you enjoy that light up your soul and give you fun and you know um, give you energy um, so and also between like you know your clients and um, also like I suppose expectations you know with how fast you get back to things and emails and messages and stuff like I have a an understanding with the people I work with and just in my business in general that I'll get back to messages within 48 hours um, what I do is not life or death and what 90% of business owners do is not life or death. So if I don't get back to someone for some reason um, within 48 hours, well, you know, that it's not a big deal. You know, I'm off doing something else important for me or, um, you know, I'll get back to them when I'm in a good place myself to be able to return that message where I can give the best advice or, you know, have my clearest mind or whatever. So, um, but you're right. I think you can, I can think you can do it both. You can have a really good balance and, Oftentimes when we ask clients, you know, why would you like to work with me? That's a question that I ask when we have our exploration call. And um, that is one thing that always comes up. Like you seem like you have a really good balance, you know, between work and doing really well professionally and having your business run good. And also, you know, being out, going for my sea swims or being out on the bike or being out with Harvey, my dog or traveling or, um, you know, having downtime to work on myself, my my own health and well-being. Um, So... I suppose yeah that's 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 a big part of people uh why people choose to work with me I suppose in a sense yeah absolutely and um I suppose coming back to the vision board um event that you held in Dublin 
um, I think that really came through because one of the thing, one of the questions was, um, who would you go to for advice? And I think everybody said you. Um, yeah. at that event. Um, yeah. but I suppose. I think what you're saying there is really important. It's just really important um, that like you can have that balance. You can do things that you enjoy. Like you said, you go for sea swims, you you have your dog, you, you know, you work on yourself, that sort of thing. And I do think that, you know, especially in kind of maybe in years gone by now, so it's certainly it's starting to change a little bit on social media. Um, I find that, you know, the people aren't kind of pushing as much for the hustle culture. Mm. But I think there is an underlying thing of like, well, no, you should be. You should be working on your business all the time. Um, mm. I saw a thing that if you're not, if your emails aren't on all the time, then you're not in your business all the time. And I was like, but like, I, I physically can't answer an email all the time you know I, I can't answer an email at three o'clock in the morning so like I can't be responding to emails all the time I have two small children I have you know I have ongoing health issues as well so like I need to have that balance and what you're saying about boundaries that's really important actually because hustle culture kind of almost assumes that you have no boundaries within your business that you are you're in it you're on it you're you know all of the time but actually that's that's really unhealthy to be you know have no boundaries to be saying yes to everything to be you know on on the phone all the time and ignoring the other aspects of your life because like somebody used a, a stool analogy as in the seat now not <laughs> not the other type of stool um but you know you take one leg out of the stool off the stool it'll keel over mm. and you know if you're saying yes to everything in your business you're then saying no to something else in your life and it could be your physical well-being, your mental well-being, your emotional well-being, whatever. You pull that leg from from under the stool, like things are going to collapse. You're going to burn out. You're going to, you know, resent your business Um, is another thing that I've heard people talk about that, you know, they started resenting it because they were working on it so much. And then that's not good for you or your business, because if you start resenting something, you're not going to be giving your full, I suppose, authenticity to it because you're just going to be like, you know, fuck that basically yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know I couldn't be bothered 100% and um, like we are all our businesses so like the business owner is their business right so if you're in good stead yourself personally like it can only serve your business so if you are of low energy or your heads up your arse as we say or your heads all over the place um, and you're not in a place emotionally or mentally or you know physically energy wise whatever it's it's not going to do your business a favor you'll get away with it for you know a very short period of time if needs be but long term it's actually detrimental like you're extremely volatile if you aren't putting yourself as your main like key performance action in your business like your kpa um i had a client liz who you would know from the program who used to always say you know having to put on your own life jacket first and it's so true because if you're in shit form or in a poor place or in a bit of a rut, you're not going to be the best mom that you can be. You're not going to be the best partner, um, you know, the best colleague, the best employee or the best business owner, whatever it is. And I see one of my own responsibilities in running my business is to like look after myself. So I have like different tools and things that we can chat through in a sec that I, I use for myself to keep myself well. But I know that if I was to renege on that or if I was to push them away down the list that, that would catch up on me and all of a sudden I can't think clearly or I don't have the best um, energy or not in the best mood to give my full attention and service and expertise and wisdom to my own clients 
um, and it drips into all the different areas, you know, and also like, it's not cool to neglect your personal relationships or your partner or your kids or to like not live in the real world at the expense of like, you know, by, by having that hustle culture thing or being in your business, like it's, it's not fucking cool. Like, you know, people glorify, um, you know, the boss, the boss woman or the boss bitch or like, you know, hustle this and the business is doing so well. Like, I don't care how well anyone's business is doing if they are not, you know, showing up for the relationship or they're, you know, not giving the attention that their, their kids deserve, or they're not like, you know, at home to, to be doing the things that are also important um, in, in your life. So like none of that impresses me if it's at the expense of like other things, which are also important um, because it's negligent and it's also unfair. Like it's just really unfair on a partner or a relationship or a family. If mm-hmm. um, those things are being neglected at the expense of like doing really well, like professionally or whatever. Yeah. And you mentioned there, there are tools that you use um, for kind of looking after yourself. So um, could you tell us a little bit more about those? Yeah. So I was actually thinking about this this morning and I was like, hmm, what do I use? Um, so I think like as the bi- the biggest basic thing, like the baseline, we talk about like rocks in the jar, right? People always mm-hmm. kind of focus on like the, the the sand, the grains of sand, like the little, small, tiny, like perfectionistic micro details of their health or their well-being or whatever. But we always say that like, you know, put your big rocks in the jar first and then your pebbles and then your mm-hmm. sand. Big rocks are things like, you know, your sleep your nutrition um your recovery um your um exercise like all of those things that have a big bang for your buck when it comes to like your headspace and your energy and your well-being um because people get too caught up in like oh how many grams of carbs or grams of whatever am i having and like they get caught up with these small details which actually don't make a huge difference mm-hmm. um so one of the biggest rocks in my jar 100 is sleep it's like the number one go-to thing that i look with I look at with a lot of my clients um and is often like out of whack basically for people so I know that if I'm tired if I don't get enough sleep that I'm exhausted I feel hungover I don't have energy um to have focus I get brain fog um I don't feel a motivation or any energy to exercise I make poor food choices because I couldn't be arsed cooking when I come home if I'm too tired or I'll pick something up which wouldn't be as healthy Mm -hmm. um I'm not in a good mood I don't tend to want to do things socially so it has such a kickback like has such direct and indirect consequences if people are like not looking after their sleep um Mm -hmm. and their recovery and their downtime so I suppose that's that's one of the biggest things And, and managing energy as a whole um one thing that I really had to learn the hard way was to become very discerning around what I did and my energy and things I chose to do and things I chose to put down and to leave and say, look, I can't do that right now. Um, I can pick it up another time, but it's actually not a priority. And you find that that happens with women who are very hardworking or ambitious or talented because they are talented and could do so much and they have so much opportunity available to them that they could grab. Um, so we can kind of be a bit shiny object syndrome and look at all the things, but we're not doing any one of them kind of maybe well or focused or whatever. And we end up being totally overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I suppose managing, yeah, managing your energy and your output. Like I was even looking at my diary there, I was chatting to Paul, my partner yesterday. And I was like, oh God, I was like, there's a, there's a lot going on there in the next few weeks. There was one, I have one weekend, uh, a singing weekend in Donegal. And then I go from Donegal to Thailand to do a charity cycle for an orphanage that I'm fundraising for. 
and then it was straight back to a hen party in Kilkenny and then it was like um, going to Dublin to the Lord Mayor for this afternoon tea thing and there was like <laughs> so so much travelling and so much things going on but I, I can't do it all so you're just going to have to pick and be like well if I if I did all of that I would definitely like you know be found in a bush somewhere whereas if I you know just choose one or two things and I come out the other end of it and I still have somewhat to give and energy and all the rest and not get burnt out well then that's that's a good plan you know so I definitely think being discerning with what you go to or where you give your energy and what you're mm -hmm. focusing on and knowing that it's okay not to do it all and that you want to put kind of certain um things of your of your priority on, on top top of your list um so that would be one major thing the sleep and the energy management and then I suppose another thing that's really important as well is for me is my own space and having my own free time like particularly in the mornings because I like to get up a little bit earlier before I start my day so I know if I roll out of bed and I have to get dressed and go 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 and you know get everything ready and then I go off to work and I show up on a zoom call I feel like totally ungrounded I'm feeling very overwhelmed I've had no time for myself to check in see how I am or you know whatever um and that a few mornings in a row in a week is like just a recipe for disaster for me mm -hmm. so I know that I need to have a little bit of time to myself before I start my day whether it be with the gym class that I go to two or three mornings a week um or I have a practice that I do in the morning which is um basically where I have maybe 30 40 minutes to myself where I'll set the alarm I'll throw a blanket around myself I'll get up be a bit warm I put on a nice candle I'll sit in the dark or I'll have a journal or I'll check in with myself and do maybe a little bit of breath work your breath tells you an awful lot around your state mm -hmm. um, of where it is and how it's feeling or if it's shallow or if it's flowing easily or if we're tense or anxious or if we're in kind of fight or flight or if we're relaxed or grounded whatever so um, I will use that as an indicator um, or I might do a bit of stretching or I might use my cards so I have time in the morning just for me where nobody is looking for me I can totally be myself I can let my thoughts wander I can be with myself um, and that's a really good practice that served me like really well over the last um the last few years and then I suppose finally like different tools that I would use would be like as I said the journaling there I like to get my thoughts onto paper I like to challenge my thoughts if they're being negative or if I'm being kind of um if I'm if I'm working through something that's hurtful or that's um annoying me or that's you know caused me to be angry or whatever um, and I'll make sense of them and I, I find that I process things better when I write them down and I get them out of my mind mm -hmm. and but everybody's different journaling doesn't work for some people they might like to talk to a friend or um, you know have other ways of of kind of processing things Um, the C is really powerful for me I feel like it gets you back into your body like you can't but be present in your body when you're in cold water or <laughs> there's a big wave thrashing you or whatever Um, it helps you focus on your breath because of the cold it helps to be present in the moment like you cannot think of a fucking spreadsheet or something when you're like in the ocean trying to calm yourself um and it's really important that we spend time in our physical body because these days we spend so much time in our mind between maybe working online or being at computers or you know in our jobs where we're thinking a lot and it's very mental focused mm -hmm. but again if we look at the different parts of like the physical mental emotional and spiritual we need to spend time in all of those areas mm -hmm. so we need to get back into the physical physical body whether it be with the c-dip or a run or a workout there needs to be time spent in your body and not always be in your mind because it's not a healthy place to be in if you're always in your mind and it's always mental 
energy that you're using. Um, so I find that the exercise is really good or the seed dip or whatever, or the stretch to get back into your physical body and to use up that energy because otherwise it gets pent up and it becomes mm-hmm. kind of anxious, frenetic kind of energy. It's good to like expend it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so be, yeah, there'd be a few things that I use personally that I feel kind of like just keep me in good, in good state. Yeah, and I know that you share your morning uh, routine quite regularly online as well. And um, I know that, you know, kind of other people have been kind of asking you about that and that sort of thing. And I think like a lot of people think that, you know, you should be, you know, oh, you have to be meditating and it all be kind of like kumbaya, um, <laughs> whatever. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily need to be that. It could be literally what like what you said, just wrap a blanket around you, sit and journal or just you know sit with a cup of coffee or a cup of cacao or you know whatever it is that kind of you know gets you to like I don't know I suppose be back to baseline as well because I think everybody is so much on the go and not necessarily the hustle culture but like life is so busy like what you just said and you know we're always going places and doing things and whatever and sometimes you need to just be mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um and that's what I always, it always strikes me that you're just being, you're just being Ashling and you're, hmm. you're just, you know, kind of getting back to, to ground level and not being kind of like, you know, oh, I must go to here, there and everywhere today. And I must do, you know, X, Y, Z and, and ABC. They all need to be done today. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, you're just, you're just sitting, you're just being, and you're just kind of, I suppose, bringing all that energy just kind of down a level to just yeah. kind of. I suppose, down to a baseline. I think that's really important for people because life is so busy. Yeah, that's a lovely way of putting it, actually, Sandra. Like, just just being, yeah. And, like, just being Ashling, not being, like, the business owner or this, that, and the other. Like, I think it's important. As you said, it doesn't have to be this. Like, I don't meditate for long periods of time or I don't do the whole, you know, um, big extravagant thing. Like, I'll rather have a cup of cacao or, like, really sweet tea with honey. Like, I, I jump out of bed of that shit, like, in the morning. I'm like, oh, I can't wait for it. Like, you know, and it encourages me because I get up and I enjoy it. Um, But sometimes, yeah, you might just sit and just... Nobody goes looking for me. It's the one time of the day or the week that I don't feel like I have to maybe, you know, be answerable to anybody. Like, no one goes looking for me at six o'clock in the morning. Like, <laughs> very rare. Like, um, between messages on my phone like I keep my phone on flight mode I feel like when you're up that early that there's not this expectation of being available and you can just mm-hmm. totally be for yourself um and it's really important that we kind of focus on the being as well and not as you said always be in the in the the doing and there's there's different ways that you can bring that into your day like in IRA we have different tools um that I would coach people through and we've spoken about this whole kind of like traffic light system or like these flecks of green that we'd have always been chatting about that you'd you'd have used yourself where I get an exercise or get people to do an exercise where they jot down everything that they do in their day or their week Mm -hmm. and they highlight it with like green being like it brings them joy they're relaxed they really um feel it energizes them or it's like a nice thing in their day or their week orange is like if things are a little bit more challenging maybe they're a bit stressful maybe they're busy and red is like you know really overwhelming or like very demanding or something that they hate doing or it like really stresses them out and when you get them to do this exercise of like labeling or highlighting different parts of the week it shows up as things being an awful lot of orange and red so mm-hmm. all of a sudden they're like holy shit most of my day most of my weeks is all go stress 
exhaustion, overwhelm, being uncomfortable or like just just not happy. Mm-hmm. And that's a real problem. And what we do is that we kind of look at how we can get these little flecks of more green into our day or into our week. Mm-hmm. And you can do that on a daily, weekly or even a monthly kind of a scale where putting in more little flecks of green, like relief, relaxation, joy, happiness, connection. Um, it could be literally a little fleck of green in the morning. It could be getting up five minutes earlier, make a cup of tea, standing outside on your, your garden or your patio or whatever and getting a bit of sunshine, a bit of fresh air or being in your garden, getting feet into the grass or something. Um, it could be removing yourself from your office at 11 o'clock, going for your morning coffee, chatting to the barista, being outside, seeing a few locals, whatever. That might be a nice little fleck of green or it could simply be something in the evening after work where you get to go for the walk between work and going home where you have time for yourself to decompress to take off the work hat or the boss hat or the business owner hat and to put on your own hat personal hat again where you can be at home with your family or your mom whatever Mm -hmm. so using these little flecks of green is so powerful because you can kind of like micro dose like the happiness or the joy or the energy and the the kind of well-being part and people get that twisted sometimes where they feel like they have to do like a big thing on the weekend where it like can only be a weekend or they have to wait till annual leave which is like madness mm-hmm. to do stuff for themselves or to look after their health or to do something with friends or whatever but if you can kind of sprinkle that shit all week or all day well then it's going to make such a difference to your well-being um so that's that's kind of one thing and then in the program as well we've had like you know Jean doing the psychoeducation for people um, and Emily obviously doing the CBT where um, different things like um, putting your thoughts on trial like giving people these tools um, you know where you're being really objective around your thoughts and kind of looking at them from every angle see if there's evidence for that kind of stuff or that transactional analysis piece that you can do as well with you know, how you're interacting with people and everything so it's all it's all quite powerful but definitely I think that flex of green thing is is very handy that anyone can take and they can they can work on it themselves. Yeah, and it's something that I, I still use, actually, um, because I suppose a lot of the time when you're on the go and you're doing all, all of the things and you're being all of the all of the things to all of the people, um, which is what a lot of people get kind of caught bogged down in a lot of the time, um, you know, and you don't step back and kind of look at the bigger picture. You know, hang on, you know, is this actually bringing me joy or did I have anything that brought me happiness in the last week or was it all just mm-hmm shit and yeah. like you know and like sometimes when you take a step back it's like okay I've, I've been in the red more than I've been in the orange which is you know obviously it would be better to have some bit of green but like you know I think it's really helpful to kind of take back and like take a world view of it um because mm. like when you're you know when you're doing stuff you're so in the detail and and whatever that you don't even notice a lot of the time that it's not serving you it's getting you overwhelmed it's you know whatever stressful that you're you know you're snapping at home or you're doing whatever because you're so you know you're so busy you haven't time to be doing other things but actually mm-hmm. like everyone has the same you know ha- everyone has the same amount of time and if you don't have time, then maybe it's something that you need to work into your into your schedule because mm-hmm. like you can't always be in the red because like that will just lead to overwhelm, burnout, you know, all of the things that, you know, are talked about. Like, I suppose sometimes over talked about because people think it like, you know, oh, burnout, that's, that's you know, that's just a buzzword, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It's a real thing that affects like people all of the time day in day out there are people burning out 
Um, and I suppose if you don't have those flexagreen, you're much more likely to head down that route um, than I suppose, you know, have that happiness and joy and fulfillment in your life. Yeah, 100 percent. I'm working with a teacher at the moment and we were having this, this discussion yesterday, actually, where she's trying to prioritize her health and her well-being at the moment and um, get herself kind of back on track. Um, she's very busy she works long hours so she she's a secondary school teacher but she's also doing grinds in the evening most evenings after work and um, she also like corrects papers and stuff exams and we had that discussion yesterday you know she's like I'm really pressed for time with kind of trying to fit everything in um, and just discussed around like how you can't like you can't do everything something will have to give so mm-hmm. if you decide like you know I'm going to work and like earning money is my priority or you know getting ahead of my job is a priority um well, then, you know, your health is going to suffer. And that's that's just fact. You know what I mean? Like if you don't have time for yourself or you do, if you don't make time. um, But if you're OK with that and you take ownership and responsibility of that, go ahead. That's totally fine. Um, But she was like making an effort to be like, OK, look, the correcting is going to be finishing. And maybe going to, you know, pull back on, you know, one or two of the evenings that I'm doing because I want to make time for this. um, mm-hmm. And it's important. Um, so like realizing that you can't do it all and you have to kind of something has to give. Right. So if you yeah. don't make time for your health, you'll be forced to potentially when you're laid up or when you're off work with burnout or you're in a hospital bed somewhere, which is like shit. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, you know, I suppose just it, it's a wake up call for people. One hundred percent. So that's one thing. And also the other thing that I'm seeing quite an awful lot, actually, is that lack of self-connection or self-awareness or like feeling kind of feeling flat not feeling like like everything like a numbness actually for for people mm. because you know they're not spending time with themselves or they don't feel connected to themselves um particularly women because we're not honoring this whole divine feminine piece we're very much mm. stuck in the masculine around being productive and how much can we do in a day and goal orientated and taking stuff off whereas the feminine around kind of like being and enjoying the process and maybe being the the caregiver or um you know being that being piece that you were speaking about Mm-hmm. Um, and connection is a really important part of that I was only reading a book last night it's actually Noreen Irian's um, uh, kind of like Car- uh, Celtic spirituality book um, I'll give you the, the name of it after if you want um, for your show notes but um, I was only reading last night about how she was saying how you know solo progress or the ego or like this kind of progress goal orientated world has totally passed out the whole feeling of like community and connection and this need for kind of social like a social role or kind of like being in your community and being around people and being connected to people mm-hmm. and, and this feeling of belonging because we're we're tribal creatures as humans right so long ago we we're all in a tribe or community and that's the way we operate it right it's really important for our, our mental and our spiritual health and everything um to have company and to be feeling a part of something but we're spending so much time in our own now whether we be stuck on our phones or so kind of like not present to their families whatever that there's a huge disconnect there and so when I work with women and they're feeling that way and you know doing some kind of a practice that'll bring them back to themselves so they can connect with themselves so they can be more present um is is really important as well yeah and I suppose I'm just after noticing the time um so thank you so much for sharing all of that and I think that they're really important points to remember that like you know you have to spend some time being outside of the doing um i think if, if people just take one thing away from what, everything that you have said this morning i think that's a really really important piece because an awful lot of people don't do that and like you said if you don't look after yourself 
your body will just, you know, take that decision out of your hands anyway. Um, you it'll show up through ill health or burnout or whatever it might be. So, um, I suppose the main point is is just to to look after yourself, look after that, um, you know, the feminine side of things, and not always be in the the doing, the be in, and kind of focus a lot on the the being. So, thank mm. you so much, Ashling, for joining me on the Mind Your Mind podcast. You are so welcome. Thanks for having me, Sandra. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Mind Your Mind podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, subscribe, rate, review or follow. It really does help with getting the podcast out there. You can follow us on Instagram at mindyourmindpod for extra content and some behind the scenes action. Talk to you next week and in the meantime, don't forget to mind your mind.